<coughs> oh my god, that was like four straight sneezes. Um, yeah, Dream Warriors. 31 days of dread. Day uh, 20. Day 20. Yeah, we're going to rock and roll. We're talking about teeth. Uh, this this was a movie that was long on my list, and I'm so happy finally got to watch it. I'm here to talk to you about it, so you know, hit that music. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. So. Uh, like stuff news. I, I got congestion. It's uh, I I listened to the uh, playback of the intro already because uh, I was just curious. Oh, <laughs> I just sound so different. I, I sounds like I got I got tissue shoved up my nose. But yeah, not recovering from being sick. I I, I rarely get sick. I, it's been a few years now since I was um like put out of commission to the level that uh. You know, I had to call out of work, or couldn't go into the office, like bedridden. Uh, it's It's been about, I would say, about three years for that. Uh, the last time, I was actually not, like, really knocked out. And it, it was a, uh, I'm pretty sure it was a, uh, a Monday. But it was a food poisoning I got a few years ago during the, uh, uh, the Carolina, might have been the uh, uh, Carolina Panthers championship game. Uh, if if I, I'm just going off of memory, it might have been against the uh, Seahawks and had Domino's pizza and got food poisoning from Domino's and it knocked me like that. That was the only time, too, where I had food poisoning for more than one day. Uh, a couple of the guys I work with um, in Center City, Philadelphia, shout out, shout out to Center City, Philly. Uh, they, they got food poisoning from somewhere from uh, a barbecue place and and you know right like right near where we work and uh, they were out for like a week so I don't know what the hell that was I know every few times you hear about people getting food poisoning that that lasts more than one day but yeah so recently it's it's not that I have been sick uh, I just been uh, congested coughing uh, sneezing and I, I think I'm, I'm on the 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 eclipse of that where uh, we're we're moving past that so which is good because uh <laughs> a lot of the previous episodes or days of the 31 days of dread yeah i'm kind of like going through something uh you can hear it in my voice you can hear you can hear me coughing but uh yeah so we're talking about a really good movie here and boy i've been i've been saying that a lot uh then yeah i don't know why why would you purposely want to watch bad movies when you <laughs> when you got to discuss and review 31 movies why would you uh, <laughs> so i i kind of knew this movie was good uh it it's it was one of those movies that was like literally on my netflix watch list for seems like years i remember when it came out people talked about it people said you have to watch this movie and then something something disturbing happened. So uh, something a little bit sad is that the, the movie completely fades away. Uh, it doesn't become a part of the horror uh, lexicon. And and this movie is so close to Shivers that we spoke about earlier. Uh, it's it's a small. It's a contained. It's 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 a sexually um, 
you know, it's 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 a sexual driven movie. Uh, the uh, the the plot device is is a sexually transmitted disease or um, event. Well, like we can definitely say, for, in this case, it's a event. Uh, for it follows and shivers, uh, it would be a disease, even though it follows. <laughs> like, is that a disease? Kinda. I don't know. Uh, but yeah. So, like, the, if if you want to do a a um, a horror sex trilogy, it's shivers. It's going to be uh, teeth, and it's going to be it follows. And I, I, that is one heck of a trilogy. And just speaking to you about this right now makes me wanna. It makes me wanna watch It Follows right away uh, again. Uh, and I've only saw seen that once. And that is one of the movies that's on the list for the Thirty One Days of Dread. I'm not hundred percent if I'm if I'm going to get to it because there was a block I wanted to to do of kind of like horror because um, I'm thinking about. Like some themes now going down the uh, stretch here. Uh, I wasn't before, but you know we got correlations. Like we got Stephen King themes. We got uh, <laughs> we have failed uh, franchise franchise franchise. I'm sorry, crushing movies. So and we have a Stephen King theme. We have David Cronenberg theme. Uh, we can we can actually do a Cronenberg Stephen King crossroads with uh, Dead Zone. Uh, starring Christopher Walken, and that is on my list. Uh, but it, we're also behind in releasing, and I say this because there's there's uh, episodes in queue that I have to engineer out and to publish, and th so everything's just behind. Um, so th there probably will be like a day coming up where it's just like an onslaught of releases. And if you follow me on Instagram, aka Pad. Uh, thirteen or on Facebook, uh, aka Pad, uh, you'll you'll definitely get info on what's happening with with those releases and you know what what maybe some of the uh, holdups are, but yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Like it, part of this middle block I wanted to do, which determines if I can get to Dead Zone or do it follows, is like horror. Uh, I, I, I pretty much like reboot. So I wanted to do like Blair Witch. I wanted to do. The Friday the thirteenth, and I wanted to do rings, and all, all those are available. I just bought rings on Amazon Instant. It was it was, it was only five dollars, and rings is already gone. Like I don't know hardly anything about that movie. I don't think that movie got much coverage. Uh, Blair Witch did when it came out, and you know like and oh geez, potentially even do the Evil Dead remake. Or update or, or reboot or, or whatever continuation. Uh, I, I just want to examine some of those movies. Um, already that's four movies and we're going down to like the final eleven. So it's it's a it's it's a substantial block. But yeah, so yeah, like how, how does how does like this movie came out in uh, what year did it come out? It came out in two thousand and seven. And it, so we're still dealing with the with the early days of everything. Um, you know, MySpace was more prominent back then. Uh, still, most information on the net was shared within forums. You had to know where to go for things. Like uh, sites like Chud and AnyCoolNews.com, uh, they were like the the movie driven, horror driven uh, forum kings. So yeah, so uh, like movies like this just kind of. They come out, they they get good word word of mouth, 
and they they just die pun intended so uh the plot for teeth is that this woman develops uh teeth inside of her cookie her vajayjay her vagina and her cookie gets teeth and it bites the penis off of perpetrators we'll say this is a tough movie to talk you know maybe like that could explain how this movie went away it's a tough movie to discuss um it's uh, so this woman is uh, she's a woman of god she's a god-fearing woman she's not having sex uh she is among the church and she is someone of a celebrity within her her inner like her racket we'll say and i say racket favorably uh you know and and she's there's adulation around her for her abstinence uh, and i thought that was like a very cool point to to have i thought it was a good position for her i it just made her character so much better uh, I think because now we're we're setting up this, uh, it's like we're we're setting up this path that you don't know how it's going to unfold once we cross a bridge, which is when she first has sex. So she she lives a life of no sex, and and yeah, I'll I'll tell you one thing for a person who does what they do, meaning myself, I'm gonna brag a little bit. Um, yeah, you know what? That could be the way to go. <laughs> Because it's so much work. <laughs> it's so much work. Um, like, I'm talking to you at 5.21 a.m. Because I was just about up all night uh, with, with this one female. And we had a hell... Oh, my God. We had a hell of a time. But essentially had to go through work uh, two meetings the following day. Uh, she ended up staying home. Didn't even go in because uh, she was so... Uh, blasted and <laughs> but <laughs> um but yeah and uh like i come home i come home i leave i, I can't leave as early as i can uh which is like around four um so i slept out at four got home i i was probably sleeping by uh 5 30 maybe six um you know did did some things did some prep work for dream warriors but relatively crashed out with nothing getting completed or, or, or continued in a substantial level. And yeah, wake up, um, wake up around three. Uh, yeah, and I'm behind. I got I got recorded. I got to do all these other things, shift for eBay. There's, there's, I got a proposal. It's about, it's, 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 it's a good size proposal. Like it's good money. And I, I haven't even got into that yet. It's, it's just stuff. It's bad stuff. But <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm all for our title, our title character, not having sex. Uh, um, Dawn O'Keefe is, is her name. Played by uh, Jess Wexler, who, who I looked up before sitting down. And yeah, nothing notable. Same as our director, uh, Michael Lichstein. And it's so upsetting both both accounts the girl in this movie is so good fantastic uh really sells the performance uh she sells the angst she sells the the hopelessness the desperation and the awakening there's a uh, there's like a, a rise of her by the end of the movie and i was hoping that's where this movie went but yeah just, so just to go through some of the 
the the roller coaster of the plot. I mean, roller coaster story wise, not that the movie's up and up and down. Um, yeah, she kind of, uh, you know, we were gearing up to her having sex for the first time, and when this happens, it's exactly as it should unfold. It's exactly as it as it should be. Uh, and what continues from that point is now we have a deconstruction of her and her way of life, and and uh, from her inside, like from her gut, from her soul, almost there's a there's a unraveling of that which changes her, uh, which makes her change her like even position and and what she what she wants out of the world and and how she views herself in it. So by the end of the movie. We're really, um, yeah, we're in like a, a, a cool spot. Uh, I thought this movie ended perfectly. Uh, I thought like her family pretty much uh, just implodes and, you know, like her home life and, and everything. And, you know, like that's a part of putting her on, on this path. Uh, you know, and it's it's so interesting uh, watching it for the first time and, and just seeing what the beats were and, and just really how one scene, one event flowed into the next. Uh, again, very natural type storytelling. Uh, I think the, the movie, uh, Michael Lichtenstein did a hell of a job on directing uh, these these performances are very natural. The movie also has a really cool opening, like music wise. Um, the movie was made for about two point seven million. We'll just say three million. It's a three million dollar movie that barely made back three million dollars. And you, the the opening of this movie is important because um, the lesson to be learned there real quick is that you don't you don't need a, like a giant orchestra to to set a mood to create a little bit of atmosphere and even like urgency within a title sequence or within a intro like introduction and you know and title sequences sequences double for like um they stage the mood they can tell some of the story um you know like (laughs) the the opening credit sequence for this is is very similar to uh even something like x-men apocalypse where it's trying to tell you something um, and catch you up and and just really set the the moment up uh, of, of where we're going to be when this movie starts and it, it, I, I loved it you now I even loved the the opening for this movie I thought that the credits were great and the music it was just done it's what they used part of three million dollars for some some of the music and then they got good music so yeah, I mean, it's we're we're dealing with another scenario of a a film that just does it, like just did something, and it did it great. And the the biggest crime, the biggest crime, uh, all of you out there, is you haven't seen Teeth, you haven't told friends about it, and and you don't put Teeth on your horror movie top shelf, which it definitely is. I think for this type of movie, that's kind of like psychological. Uh, it's psychological different of how um, 1922 was, the um, yesterday's movie. Uh, 1922 is straight-up psychological thriller with a horror ghost haunting element that is subtle at, at best. Um, this is psychological within the... like It's almost like culturally psychological within 
the, the, the culture of our time, within the culture of the characters. And it's a it's a unnerving of, of that. And I, I don't know. I mean, there's, there's very little else to to say this to describe this movie as because the, the character does turn the, the girl in this her her um like her life mission her position in life evolves it changes and as an audience member we're we're pretty much better for it uh few movies uh again like we're we're de- like we're, we're dealing with like more bang for your buck when when we watch movies like this be, mostly because one scene flows into the next and moves the plot along perfectly uh we're we're talking john carpenter's halloween level type uh, unfolding and storytelling where it's, it, it's it's perfect it works and there's a reason why you know halloween will always be discussed not that it's still discussed discussed today it will always be discussed uh, teeth is it's one of the best. Uh, it might be it might be the best movie, pound for pound, that we're going to talk about in the thirty one days of dread. And yeah, uh, I think that that's everything, people. Uh, please watch this movie. Please check it out. I, I'm I'm begging you. <laughs> on my knees i'm begging you but no you'll enjoy this movie there was a couple times where i just was like oh my god i just had to turn away because you know I, i'm i'm cringe i'm cringe i'm cringe worthy um there is definitely uh prosthetic penises <laughs> there's plenty of penises in this movie if you're in the penises you see them they're there so most of them are bloodied and on the ground but they are there uh, there's a great scene with a dog and a uh, penis. If you have to know, I, I don't even want <laughs> just talk about it. this. Is this is why this movie does not get spoke, spoken of? You cannot uh, word of mouth does not favor this movie. But check it out. Um, I'm going to leave you guys. Uh, everyone have a good day. Have a good night. And we're gearing up for 20, uh, 31 days of dread, day twenty one, and. Uh, I'm, I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm going to just say it right now, cause I'm such in the mood to watch this movie. Uh, we're going to do Tim Burton's Sleepy Hollow for day twenty-one, and that's very, very exciting, cause I've um, that's a very impactful movie for me. But yeah, uh, signing off. Have a have a good everything. See you, people.